This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck. And you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 26 of the How She Did That podcast. Our guest today is psychotherapist turned personal mastery expert for female disruptors, Kelly Ruda. Now, if you're wondering what a disruptor is, Kelly's definitely going to explain it in detail. But what I do want to tell you about this episode is that I especially invited Kelly because I believe that with so much going on in the world, we as female business owners have an amazing opportunity to use our businesses and the platforms they create to do so much good. But oftentimes, we get stuck in not knowing exactly how we should show up in the world and be the change we want to see. So if you're feeling stuck and thinking, I want to help, but what can I do? Let's go ask Kelly how she became a change agent in the world. Kelly, it is so nice to have you on the How She Did That podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited that you invited me to be here. Thank you so much. I just want to be around you all the time. Your energy is so, uh, so Thank you so much. I love that. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your business? Yeah, sure. So I am what I like to call a seasoned psychotherapist. <laughs> a lot of years. Uh, turned really transformational coach. And I coach women who really see themselves as disruptors in their industries, in their communities, in their uh, countries, in their governments, uh, across lots and lots of industries. So women who really identify as change agents who their, their mission really is to break down the status quo that does not serve the greater good. Mm-hmm. And to do that, we've got to be strong and resilient and courageous and connected. And so Um, I teach women really how to amp up their inner game so they can go out and create that very positive disruption in the world. I love that. And I think that that's going to resonate so much with our audience because of the fact that a lot of them, number one, that's the reason why they started their business in the first place, you know, because they saw a need in the world, not just an opportunity, but also a need. And they wanted to fill that need, whether it be in their own business or through how they serve or whom they serve too. Yes. And so can you first explain what you see as who are the change makers or how, how do you know if you are a change maker or how do you become one? I know that that's like a three we can do a weekend on that. Okay. <laughs> let me, let's just put it in really simple terms because what I don't want people it, for me, my mission is very inclusive. So yeah. I don't want the people who are listening to this to think, well, really just what I'm looking to change is this one tiny thing in this, in my community. And so maybe I'm not really a change agent because it's not big enough. No, no, that's not it. If you have a stirring in your heart, in your soul, in your mind to take action, 
towards change for the greater good, whether that's in the back corner of your church having a conversation with three people, mm-hmm. or it's in a TED talk that reaches a million people, it doesn't matter. I think it's about really honoring that stirring in you and knowing it also doesn't matter that whether you're like me and you kind of came out of the womb kicking and screaming much to your parents' dismay, <laughs> where they were like, oh Lord, what did we get ourselves into? Or because of things that have transpired in your life, in your country, in your industry, and you're just starting to wake up to this stirring. In other words, you're starting to go, I'm not okay with this, and I realize I need to be a part of the solution. You are a change agent. You are a disruptor. So don't minimize yourself and your part in this based on whether you're talking to 10 people or you know 10 million. Doesn't make a difference. I love that. And I think because of the world we're living in, you know, now so many people are feeling that and feeling mm-hmm. internally that they have a need to do something. And I know yes. that often, I think I posted on Facebook, you know, a while ago that I get overwhelmed by all Ooh, of my- Get out of my head. Get yes. out of my head. Are you my head? That's the word. Yes. Overwhelmed, right? I get overwhelmed and I don't want, I know that I don't want to be a person that like gets on my soapbox for two weeks and then gets on a different soapbox. You know what I mean? Yes. So how I do we, when there's so much happening around us, how do we figure out exactly what we actually need to be focusing on and what can actually become a real platform for us. So I guess that's, I have a part two to that question, but I'll ask that part one. No problem. Part one first. Place to start. So I say often in my community that it's one thing to identify as, you know, somebody who thinks like a change agent or feels like a disruptor, but unless you are taking action mm-hmm. in alignment with that, you're not really being a disruptor or a change agent then, right? Right. You're just sort of thinking and feeling it, but not really doing it. And the key to change is the doing. But, you know, it's so easy for us to get overwhelmed and then shut down and say, there's too much to be done or it's too big of a problem or who the heck am I to think I can have anything to do with changing anything that matters. Yes. And really, so there's a couple of things. Number one, I tell people to start in two places. Know what your core values are as a human being and as either a business owner or somebody who's in corporate or a politician or an author, whatever you are, know what your core values are for yourself as a human being and for your work in the world. You have to have clarity around that because most likely... What you're feeling a stirring about is something that is really in direct opposition to a value that you hold. Mm. So you've got to be clear about that. That's number one. And number two, you have to really truly know that until you learn how to disrupt your own inner uh, narrative that is negative and critical and doubtful and your own inner belief system that is perceives all these limits everywhere that aren't actually really there. Um, Until you can disrupt that, then going out into the world and creating change is going to be nearly impossible, but definitely difficult. Right. So what I really teach people to do is that inner disruption first and always because we're evolving human beings. There is no arrival, really. We just master ourselves to a greater degree all the time. But really, when you focus on that and then get clear about the work you want to do in the world, you're going to be unstoppable. 
because mm-hmm. you think really the problem is everybody else is going to stop you from doing what you want to do. That's uh, newsflash. That is not the problem. We are the ones who stop ourselves. But once you do the work to become unstoppable, the people that try to stand up and get in your way, you're just going to see that as opportunities for learning and growth and expansion. And so really nobody's going to get in your way. Yeah, I love that. So part two to my question, because that was amazing, is in our businesses, as we are trying to integrate what we're feeling inside and who we want to be as disruptors and change agents personally, I know that a lot of people want to couple that, you know, with with their business and they want their their personal values and what they believe in to flow into their business. Yes. What are some ways that we can do that, especially when feeling like I don't have, you know, I don't have a million dollars to contribute 10% a year to something or something like that. What are some big and small ways that we as business owners can show up in the world and be change agents? Yeah, two things. Number one, start where you're at. Mm -hmm. Nobody is saying that in order to contribute, it has to be a million dollars or that it even, it has to be a thousand dollars. Start wherever you're at. Start with 1% of wherever you're at. So if you made, you know, 25 grand this year, Mm -hmm. 1%, half a percent, whatever, whatever it is. So when you're thinking about giving the tangibles, your time, your money, your energy to something, don't disclude yourself from it by saying, I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. That's not where we start. We start from exactly where we are today and we stop arguing on behalf of all of our limits and we start arguing on behalf of all the possibilities. So that's number one. And number two, which is even more important, is in how we show up in our businesses, in our work, in the world. Mm -hmm. And I tell people constantly, I have to remind myself constantly, (laughs) that that vulnerability and visibility and being vocal is not negotiable anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it used to be negotiable in business, especially, you know, in the the online world, you could show up and kind of hide behind, I don't know, an ebook or whatever, something else. But the truth is, it's just not negotiable anymore because the people who need to hear our message or receive our service or purchase our product, whatever it is, they need so deeply to connect with the truth of who we are and what we're about and why we do what we do. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, your why, Simon Sinek's been saying this you know, forever, right. your why is really important. But I think one of the things that stops women especially uh, is this fear of visibility because we've been taught that being seen all the time is really freaking scary. And it makes you, as a woman... And especially for women of color, Mm -hmm. really, really vulnerable. It's a quote unquote dangerous place. And the way that women especially change that is by stepping up and going, no, we're doing this together and we're changing the entire paradigm around this. So really the bottom line here is be very clear about what your truth is. Know that your truth is going to piss some people off. Absolutely. It's going to trigger them. It's going to make them not like you. You might attract haters along the way and none of that matters mm-hmm. because your job with your, your message, your product, your service 
when you're looking to truly be of the highest service to people. Your job is not to convince a hater not to hate you. Yeah. If that happens along the way, awesome. Killer icing on the cake. I mean, that's great, but that's not our job. Our job is really to be speaking to and serving the people who need what we have to offer and who have been waiting to connect with us and to learn from us or create or co-create with us or get results from a product we put in the world. That's where you've got to focus. And unfortunately, I think too many people are focusing on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. What if, oh my God, if my mom ever saw one <laughs> of my Facebook lives, she'd kill me. Right. Which would probably be true about my family. But <laughs> whatever. I mean, you get the point. We right. have got to choose bravery every day, multiple times a day, and stop buying into this idea that we've got to be fearless about what we do. That's nonsense. Fearless is a fleeting moment. You're lucky if you have that that experience. I hope you do have it. But really what leads you forward is the consistent commitment to choosing bravery over everything else. I, I so resonate with that because... Um, one of my one of my things is I am very outspoken about the the things that I feel passionate about on Facebook, more so on my personal page. But most of my clients end up being you know friends yeah. on my on my personal page. And at first, I was like, "Ooh, should I post this?" Like you were saying, you know, like is this going to bother somebody? Are they going to disagree? And it's happened a couple times, but for the most part, I find that the more I speak out about what's important to me the more the clients that I do want are gravitating towards me because they want somebody who is a powerful voice and who has passion and uh, is backing up what they are believing in. And those are the clients that I want as well. So it works for both of us. Yeah. There's no question. And you model that beautifully. I see the stuff you put online. You You model it beautifully. And the truth is, I am a firm believer in the power of energy and vibration, not in a woo way, but like literally that we are all energy. And uh, I would be lying to you if I told you that I haven't attracted some resistors, some haters, some triggered people, because I speak my truth very firmly. Mm -hmm. But also the thing that, um, because I hear all the time from women, I'm so afraid of that happening. I'm so afraid of that happening. Here's the deal. When you keep your mindset, your focus, your activities, your emotions as high vibe as possible, as consistently as possible, the people who are triggered by you are either going to lean in for the gift you have to offer Mm -hmm. or they're going to vibrate out. Yes. You know, because haters, I have a personal, you know, rule. You are not allowed to have my attention. Mm-hmm. If you're hating on me, yes. if you come in and you say, hey, I disagree, let's have a constructive conversation about that for the sake of growth and evolution, bring it on, sister. I am all about that because I know I can learn from you too. But if you are just showing up being ugly because something I said or something I did triggered you, yeah. you do not get the gift of my attention. Yes. And what you withdraw your attention from, think about toddlers, y'all. If you've had yeah. them, you know this to be true. If you withdraw your eten- attention, eventually it dissipates. Yes. And so haters, are they don't, they don't get my attention. Yes. My mom uh, used to say, 
day, she would be like, if you want to argue somebody, with somebody, you can argue with the wall. You're yes. not getting my attention. <laughs> yeah, no, my line, I tell my kids all the time, you are going to do great in law school, but at the dinner table, this is not happening. <laughs> this is not the way it no, works. <laughs> no, no, no. Make Going, a career out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to how we contribute, I just thought of this, um, but I used to have a blog called The Frugal Fit Girl. It's no longer even a website because I didn't have time to upkeep it with this business as well. But one of the things that I posted was a blog post about what you can do and how you can show up in the world. Um, and even with no, without using money, you know, without thinking of it in terms of like, I have to donate to X, Y, Z. And one of the ways was, um, I think there was, I don't even remember if it's in the U S or outside the U S, but there was a town that during their winter, people would knit sweaters and, and, uh, scarves for the homeless and they would leave it around tree posts so that the homeless could just pick it up. If they were cold, they could grab one. And I was like, how many of us have yarn from projects, you know, gone by in years gone by that we have never used. And that is such a simple way to use what you have. It makes such a huge difference in somebody's life. Yes. I, I, that is an incredible idea. I mean, holy cow. I wish I was that creative. I know. I was like, I don't knit, but (laughs) you wouldn't want to see me with knitting needles. There would be an ER visit that came out of that. But, but what I'm hearing you say is we literally all have the ability to make a contribution that is not bound by money. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I encourage, especially women to do is really, um, increase our collective power to create change by choosing to be in very conscious circles of people Mm -hmm. because it's community and connection and collaboration that will allow all of us to benefit from change. And so, you know, for women coming together hasn't always been a, a really safe or easy thing to do for women who have bought into just kind of like, you know, toxic old school masculine ways of doing things. It's, you know, you fear undercut it, being undercut and, you know, that nasty competition and all that. I don't, I don't participate in that and I don't cultivate groups that way because what I've seen is that when we come together and we really no longer buy into this idea that if I shine really brightly, I cast a shadow on somebody, then what we realize is, oh, when I shine really brightly, that gives permission for the man, woman, or child next to me to do exactly the same thing. Yes. And then the more light we put out in the world, the more change we can create. So... If you can't leave a sweater or a scarf, (laughs) make sure you're participating in a community of like-minded people and contribute whatever value you can bring to the table. Maybe it's an opinion or resource, something as simple as saying to somebody, I see you. I see you for the truth of who you are and it's a beautiful thing. That doesn't cost you anything at all. So I think really the way out for all of us from some of this craziness that's going on right now is community and connection and collaboration. And you don't need to be able to knit to do that. (laughs) Or I'd be in trouble. Goodness. I love that. (laughs) So where can our audience find more of you? Because I know that they're just going to want more and more and more of you. Oh, thank you. Well, again, keeping in line with community, I've just recently started a brand new Facebook group. I, I closed my old one down that had a whole bunch of people in it and 
decided I wanted to create a new community of women who really identified as change agents or as disruptors, which by the way, is not a four letter word. It doesn't mean you're a <laughs> troublemaker. We got to get rid of that. Right. And it's called uh, the Disruptors Nation. And you can find me there. It's a free Facebook group. You can find me on Instagram or you can find me on my website, which is very simply kellyruda.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. This was a great conversation. I absolutely loved it. And I really appreciate what you're doing out in the world. Oh, absolutely. Looking for accountability, mentorship, and action-oriented coaching for your virtual support business? Head to thelaunchguild.com forward slash booked and balanced to get on the wait list for my six-month mastermind and group coaching program for virtual assistants and online business managers. You'll get the benefit of one-on-one coaching without the one-on-one price tag, plus a group of like-minded women supporting and encouraging you as you grow your business to new heights. Join the waitlist now at thelaunchguild.com forward slash booked and balanced.